When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. 36 is our number if you're listening to us on SENSA in Adelaide. It is 10 minutes to 10. One of our favourites on this show, haven't spoken to him for a while, is the Sydney CEO, Tom Harley. The Swans going up to the Gabba to take on the Lions on Saturday night. Tom, thanks so much for your time. No, thanks for having me, Kane. Good to chat. What's the preseason been like? Exciting with a few of these youngsters getting their first opportunity to strut their stuff in a Swans jumper. Yeah, it has been, Kane. It's been, um, I think, I mean, we don't have to revisit what the competition went through last year, but um, from a Swans perspective, we had a really positive hub experience, which was which was great. We've had a young developing team and, um, we've made some significant change to the to the football department, so a couple of tweaks to the coaching program and uh, high performance and medical team, and obviously brought in some really talented kids that um, have uh, had really good summers, and they've all absolutely earned their uh, their spot in the, the round one team to take on the Lions next week. And um, you know we've uh, we've we're optimistic about where we're going. We're certainly not underestimating the task at hand tomorrow night um, against the against the Brisbane Lions, but. Um, you know, we've had a good summer. Um, there's good sentiment around the club. Um, you know, a relatively healthy list, which is a, a good change for us at this time of year. And uh, looking forward to seeing what the, how the season unfolds for us. You touched on the changes to your medical staff and your coaching staff. And I want to speak about Don Pike and his impact in a second. Are you concerned with the soft cap and reduction? Some teams, you know, 11 club doctors have left roles that they've been in, which is such an important role, as you know. But now we're asking doctors yeah. to do more. They have a really important yeah. game day, vital role. Is that a concern for you or not? Yeah, look, we we, we made a change in our um, chief medical officer. Uh, we're fortunate in the sense that we've got a strong relationship with a, a clinic just next door to the SDG. So our previous doctor, Dr. Tom Cross, um, has stepped down and Dr. Eddie and Dupree and Sharon Flaherheit have come across while still in the same, same clinic. So that's been a bonus. But you're absolutely right, I think. Um, look, we all understand the, the, the reasons for the soft cap cuts. Um, look, from a personal view, and I, I've, I've expressed this, that I think the cuts were uh, a little too dramatic at the first mm. instance, particularly in those areas, Kano, when you know you've got club doctors who they're not full-time but in, a, in an hour's sense or a wage yeah. sense, if you like, but they're certainly full-time in, in uh, accessibility for the players. And, um, and that's uh, when you've got professionals who have other professional commitments outside your footy club uh, you can't cut there so that that's a, that's mm. clearly a learning so uh yeah look concerned um getting on with it but uh certainly i think a, a period of review during this season would be well called for so what do the afl say to the likes of you and other ceos and, and chairmen and presidents across the competition mm. when when you express those concerns how far away are we, are we from edging back closer to no, perhaps where we were. Yeah, it's a good, it's a really good question, Kane. I think, I think to where we were, I'm not sure it'll get to those levels in a hurry. Um, 
Uh, I think there'll be still a pretty significant financial impact. I know certainly at the Swans, we're, we're feeling a, um, the flow and effect in 2021 from 2020, which was really challenging. Um, but there is a willingness um, and a, I, I guess an understanding that the clubs will feed back to the AFL on, on what we're experiencing um, six months in. And, and we're not... I guess the thing, the thing is that... Um, Everything was so new, and you know, we, we the, the cuts were so drastic, um, and all clubs did a, a mountain of work to get there. Um, and I think you're just sort of starting to find out what that means. And some of some some areas, you're thinking, oh, no, no, that's that's okay. I think we're we, we're going okay. But certainly, when it comes to medical care, welfare, support, well-being, making sure that we've got the best athletes doing the amazing things that we all want to see on the park. Um, we want to make sure that we're still an employer of choice for, uh, for for those professionals. How do you expect your coaches to cope? Because as you know, as demanding as ever been an assistant coach, particularly mm. because of the hours you put in, they're mm. about to start traveling away from their families every second week and doing more than they've ever done for less. Mm. How are they holding yeah. up? Look, I, I think um, we're, we're really fortunate. We've got um, some really experienced coaches in our group um, and we made a, a very strategic decision to um, retain and also target coaches who um, have not, uh, are exceptional at their job and have multi skills. And, and uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head at being asked to do more with less. I, I think the real pain point came, um, which uh, for the, I guess, the, the clubs outside of, the, of South Australia and Western Australia, the clubs that are playing in the VFL, um, once the reserves competition kicks into gear um, mm. and a lot of the staff, you know, whether it's footy IT, um, which is your, your stats and your vision, um, or your development arm, your reserves coaching, development coaches, just got to be mindful that, uh, you know, they're, they're not 24-7 around the clock. Um, and I think, you know, we, we played in a similar sort of hurricane when uh, assistant coaches started to um, become very specific and you had each assistant coach was designated to a line and then the development department came in. It's, it, it looks a bit like footy clubs look back in the sort of mid-2000s where, uh, you, you know, you've got the three designated line assistant coaches and they're looking after the entire squad as opposed to, say, the first or four-year players being hived off to a, a well-resourced development arm. So, um, look, it's, as I say, I think, I think we need some, uh, some time to assess uh, where those pain points are, but I certainly do envisage once the reserve season really gets up and running, um, we'll be clear on that. Geelong champion and now Sydney CEO Tom Harley joining us this morning. Tom, are you supportive of the medical sub? Oh, look, look, I am. I, I think um, I'm not one to typically get outraged, Kane. Um, mm. But uh, I, I think the way the way it came about was obviously very quick. Um, one thing we did learn last year was that we're more um, able to adapt and change than perhaps we thought we were as a as a competition and. Um, no better example of that now that the rules have been changed uh, with regards to start the day before the season. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I thought it played out to good effect last night with um, Silvani and Bloston. Um, I thought that worked okay. Um, you know, I was having conversations uh, internally that, you know, if, if I was asked for a personal opinion, not a Swans opinion, just go back to the sub um, as it was. Um, and I think that would alleviate comments around gamesmanship, et cetera, and, and allow the coaches to make a tactical sub if that was the case. Um, but, uh, look, I'm, I'm supportive of it, and what I saw last night, I thought it was beneficial for the game. 
Just an update on a couple of your more important players. I, I had a look that uh, Isaac Heaney sat down with Mark McGowan. I think Mark works for the Herald Sun. He came up to yep. Sydney for for a day or so. Yep. And he's still he's still a bit sore with this ankle. He only played six games. He's never fully been able to get a, a good run at it. Um, mm. The upside is massive. Are, are you concerned? How is he? No, he's good, um, Kane. It was a significant injury. Um, uh, the surgery, <laughs> he shared it pretty graphically on social media, mm. which um, I don't follow Isaac, but I'll certainly, uh, I've seen, I've seen the post. But it was a, it was a major injury, and I think one of the things, um, you know, Isaac's a Sydney boy. He's, he's out of the, I guess, the Melbourne bubble, if you like, in the spotlight. He's a, he's a tough bugger. Um, and to your point, I think you're right. Uh, he hasn't had a great run or a hundred percent uninterrupted mm. run pretty much his whole career because he plays hurt a lot. Um, He's an absolute pro. The recovery, he didn't go into the hub last year. He focused very much on getting the immediate post-op recovery right, which he's, which he's done. Um, he's had a really good summer, and the fact that he was able to get the two Amy games in and then probably a month of competitive training prior to that was, was good. Now, look, he's got an insatiable appetite to work. Um, he'll just need to read his body. We'll need to read him to ensure that we don't overload him. But... Um, we expect him to get better as the season goes. And he's, he is a very classy, one-touch player. And I think that's the most important part, that he's been able to pick that up pretty quickly. But certainly a watch, but, um, but uh, very confident that, uh, that he'll, he'll get through that and have a really productive season. He's a star. Um, I love the Sydney song. It's an absolute ripper. You've just made a slight tweak. Now, instead of, re- instead of singing her loyal sons, the Swans will now sing while our loyal swans are marching onwards mm. to victory. To read, take us through um, the choice to just tweak your words. I'm glad I'll just take you through as opposed to sing it. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, um, it, it became really obvious. We've, we've, we've uh, this year launched um, the top end of our Youth Girls Academy in under 17s and 19s. And the first week they played a competitive game. So in effect, our first Swans women's or girls team that played, we knocked off the Giants and they sang the song and our uh, her loyal sons, it was a bit jarring, sung by a team of women, um, mm. and the conversation really started there, and it became really painfully obvious and discussed at board level. We uh, we road tested a couple of um, a couple of other options uh, to replace sons with, um, and Swans made a lot of sense. That's who we are. Um, it matches our aspiration of where we're going to be a complete club with an AFLW team down the track, um, and it's just the right thing to do. So it's been really well received. We, we didn't make a huge song and dance about it. The chairman mentioned it at the AGM last night, and we, we followed up with a, a great little story with the Kirks. Um, and um, like anything, if uh, you know one of the greatest bloods of all time, Brett Kirk, and he's got uh, girls in the academy, and if we can, mm. if we can all sing the one song, um, that's a good thing. And mate, to be honest, just want to be singing because that means we're winning games of footy. So uh, exactly. looking forward to that. Well, makes a lot of sense to me. Hey, before we let you go, how's membership tracking? And for all the Sydney Swans supporters mm. listening to us in Melbourne today, how do they get their, their memberships and, and how do they sign up? Yeah, no, thanks for that opportunity, Kane. Um, straight to the website, membership, um, sydneyswans.com.au. Look, we're, tra- we're tracking okay. We retained 98% of our members once the season stopped last year. Um, we've got a huge propensity of that, a huge proportion of our membership base that see that reserve seat or the tickets to the game is the primary reason. So now that we've got, hopefully, as soon as next week, 100% capacity at the SCG, we've got the six games in Melbourne. Um, we need our members more than ever, like all clubs, and, and we're extremely fortunate. So um, we've just ticked over 40,000. Uh, we're hoping to get to the level we had last year and beyond. Um, but I, I, if I can put out a call to action to all the uh, 
the Sydney Swans and South Melbourne Blood supporters out there to, to jump online and, and, and fulfil your membership, redeem your membership, uh, because we need you more than ever. And we're so unbelievably grateful for the support that we've had uh, over the past 12 months. And such an exciting group coming through. Three debutants this weekend. Tom, we're just about out of time. How's that? I didn't even ask you about Buddy Franklin. <laughs> but I'll give you a quick runner. He, he's, he's training well. He's in full competitive. Um, so hopefully he's not too far away. And, and footy's better when Buddy's playing. Absolutely. Good luck for the season, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Gordy. See you, mate. Tom Harley, the CEO of the Sydney Swans. Looking forward to... G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.